Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. September like degrees. Yeah. Almost state fair weather, isn't it? <laughs> I got it. You want to stay on brand right off the bat? What do you got? What sport are we talking? Well, I'm going to bounce this off Reavers. And then later we'll bounce it off Patrick. Okay. The uh, chief offside correspondent. I in think the I'm role happy. of in the role of everyone thinks they're a manager. Yep. Believes he has the cure. To fix Byron Buxton. All right. Ready? Here we go. I think he might be on to something, to tell you the truth, but I'm going to defer to greater baseball minds in the room than me. Number one, Paul calls him into his office. Come on. Number two, Paul says, Byron, some of the greatest baseball players in history have hardly ever hit home runs. Number three, Paul says, Byron, one of them was a Hall of Fame twin. Number four, Paul says his name was Rod Carew. Paul then hands Buxton a long, long tape of Rod Carew hitting. He says, copy this, Byron. Hold your bat out behind you, parallel to the ground, so that you are ready to move it straight through the hitting zone in one smooth arc. Paul then tells Buxton he doesn't care if he ever hits another home run. Just hit some ground balls and line drives the way Carew did, get on base, and you're a superstar. And to conclude, he, uh, the chief offside correspondent believes Buxton's swing has just too many moving parts and he needs to simplify. Your thoughts? Um, a lot of what he said isn't untrue, mm-hmm. but it's, and I'm, so I'm not disagreeing with anything he, he provided. I think I obviously copying Rod Carew would be a probably good approach. No one could go if, wrong. If you're going to be a hitter. No but, one could go wrong. But that add number be six, like copying too. Ben Hogan. Yeah. I would add number six, too. Don't chew while you're running to first base. Yeah. But it's a lot easier said than done to say, sit down, copy Rod Carew's swing, and get better. Well, of course it is. But if you could get it, uh, I buy the concept of maybe getting it through his mind. Don't ever worry about hitting a home run ever again in your life. I don't remember if it was this spring training or last year in spring training, but Paul did uh, emphasize bunting more with Buxton in that, you know, you got to utilize your speed as much as humanly. It's, it's your greatest asset. Mm-hmm. But that would be a good idea to just have him make contact just and you're get forcing on base and you're, you're a superstar. Yeah, you're forcing the defense to make they might rush their throw because he's so fast. Mm-hmm. And the the thing is is he is right about Buxton's swing. It it does have way too many holes and it's it's a swing that definitely needs work. Yep. But unlike Sano, Buxton still provides um he, he still is serviceable when he's in the field. I mean, he he still is an asset, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Even if he's 
not hitting 200. Right, but we're trying to make him but a superstar. But we are trying to we are trying to make yeah. him a superstar. And I you know what? I mean, I know people are frustrated with him. I'm still going to hold out hope. I mean, you don't put up those kind of numbers in minor league ball if you don't have ability, and he does have ability. The Steiners write, Joe, I went to see what you've got going with Author's Corner, and while I was there, I explored the map to see where you are all reaching. He went to the uh, interactive listener map. Did you realize that Lil' Kim, a.k.a. Rocket Man, is a GL listener? Just think of the power and influence you can wield to shape world politics. Huh. It's right there on the interactive from Poonyang. I did see that. Little Kim. I think that is, uh, that's pretty amazing. He's a listener. Pretty amazing. Also, do you know who Tom Lyman is? I'm not sure I do. He's got push pins all over the world, including a couple in Tasmania, one in Sydney, one in New Zealand, Kenya, South Africa, Morocco, and probably more. I was just checking out a few remote places I've been to and was curious to see who was listening there, and it turns out many of them are the same person. Tom has been a frequent emailer mm-hmm. and uh, Tom Lyman. hardcore yeah, it's listener. ringing a bell, isn't Hardcore it? listener to the show, yeah. And he's always overseas, or usually. Well, it's, I'm glad we have little Kim. That is funny. Uh, the activities on the border in Texas now are commanding all the attention of the news gatherers. Yes. Including what must be a, a just a softball served up to them, uh, video and audio of crying children. Mm-hmm. And who among us can argue that that's not inhumane, that that has to stop. That has I to don't stop. want children to be worried about where their parents are. That has to Correct. stop. That has to stop. <clears throat> and the best thing I've come up with, the best thing I've read, I mean, I didn't come up with it. The best thing I've read is a proposal by Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas. Okay. <clears throat> he offered yesterday an emergency proposal meant to address and mitigate the crisis of family separations by immigration enforcement officials at the border. Uh, All Americans are rightly horrified by the images we are seeing on the news, Cruz said in a statement Monday. Children in tears pulled away from their mothers and fathers. At least he said pulled, which is uh, uh, preferable to ripped. I'm not sure any children... They're carefully using their words. I'm not sure any children are getting ripped away from their parents. In cages... This must stop, he added, now. I agree. Yep. We can end this crisis by passing the legislation I'm introducing this week, Cruz said. Cruz's bill would double the number of federal immigration judges from 375 to 750 in order to more quickly adjudicate asylum and illegal immigration cases. That makes sense to me. It would also set up additional temporary shelters to accommodate families who would, under current policy, be separated. I agree. Okay. And they're going to hold mom and dad. They get to be with the kids while they're awaiting their uh, appearance before an immigration judge. Okay. All right. But they're still going to be contained. And it's not a, it's not a cage. Cruz's bill also says that families should stay together except on two occasions when there is criminal conduct or there appears to be a threat of harm to children. Finally, the bill would call for expedited processing and review of asylum cases so that such cases would be adjudicated within 14 days. We can fix this, Cruz said. If my Democratic colleagues will join me and not play politics but work to solve the problem, we can start to end family separation this week. And the one thought I had uh, monitoring this or reading about this is, you know, you're, 
you're not going to find any criticism of these parents in the news gathering industry. Right. And, and I, I mean, what, what kind of parent are you that you're going to risk being separated from your children by trying to sneak into this country? Well, the answer is that they're fleeing violence and living conditions so horrific in, say, Honduras, for example, that they're willing to take the risk of being separated from their children. Okay. That, that would be the answer to yep. that. That would be the answer to that. Uh, some on the left are criticizing Cruz, saying it would solve family separation by expediting the deportation of parents with their children back to their country of origin. Well, too bad. You haven't separated the family. The media is attempting to place all the blame of family separation on Trump, but the administration has pointed out that the law that led to the policy has been in place for more than a decade. What has changed is that the new administration is choosing to criminally charge all persons crossing the border illegally. Under past administrations, criminal charges were only usually applied to those cases involving drug smuggling or to illegal immigrants who already had a criminal record. According to federal law and longtime Department of Homeland Security policy, children are separated from their parents when the parents are charged with a crime. Right. But I think what reasonable Americans would say is, the punishment is not fitting a misdemeanor crime. It's a misdemeanor. It doesn't, it doesn't hold up to take the children away from the parents. Got to put them in the same building. Mom and dad get their uh, hearing, and the family is never separated. Uh, that's a good solution. But other than that, I wish I had Solomon-like wisdom for this uh, dilemma, and I, I do not, except that... Uh, I'll tell you what, it, it's not going to be politically sustainable uh, for this administration to continue this separation policy. It will, it will tear the, whatever's left of the Republican Party, it will decimate it. It will be done. It will be ruined. And what about right now, as we're seeing these oh. thousands of children come across, oh, shunted this off from into 2014. makeshift shelters, hard choice, let them stay in the United States or send them back? Well, two quick points. One, the numbers are increasing dramatically. And the main reason I believe why that's happening is that the violence in certain of those Central American countries is increasing dramatically. And there is not sufficient law enforcement or will on the part of the governments of those countries to try to deal with this exponential increase in violence, drug trafficking, the drug cartels. And many children are fleeing from that violence. Should they be able to stay here? It's well, safer. It, it may be safer, but that's not the answer. I do not. So should they be sent back? They, well, first of all, we have to provide the best emergency care we can provide. We have children five and six years old who have come up from Central America. We need to do more to provide border security in so southern Mexico. They should be sent back now. Well, they should be sent back as soon as it can be determined who responsible adults and their families are, because there are concerns about whether all of them can be sent back. But I think all of them who can be should be reunited with their families. And just as Vice President Biden is arguing today in Central America, we've got to do more. I started this when I was secretary to. Oh, she's going to go blah, blah, blah. OK, so that's 2014. Mm hmm. So this is a problem that's been with us a long time. Yes. Decades and decades and decades. And she did no more, or her husband did no more to solve it. Uh, Barack Obama didn't do anything to solve it. George W. Bush didn't do anything to solve it. And in, in a point of, of profound irony, 
you, you've got a guy in there right now who's so unpolitical, who's so distanced from worrying about how he's perceived that he's deciding to take this action. But you can't separate the kids from the family, from the from the parents. That's and part I can't of, I can't do it. I need, I don't want him to do it. Period. No, and part of the problem is. Uh, the people that were trying to escape the violence I, that are innocent, uh, that is a tough deal. But there's all, the gangsters are showing up with their kids. The MI-13 guys, or I forget what the, the gang is, the rough gang, they're showing up and they're basically saying, all right, how do I, where do I go now now that I'm in? So that's part of the reason that they're cracking down as well because these guys are fleeing as well. But, I, but again, uh, the wisdom of Solomon is required here and, and I don't have it. We should not cut them in half. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. From Her Majesty Mount Zion, and the kingdom is for you. Uh Is this supposed to be an all-day rain? Uh Looking at the forecast, I'll tell you exactly. I thought it was supposed to subside later today. Big words. The Twins got to get a game in. Got to get a ball game. Got to play the Cleveland. It's just going to be cloudy. No, they uh, play the Boston's. They play the Boston's. Sox are in town. Kelly? I have a few uh, thoughts here. One, every day in America, um, people uh, commit crimes and their families are split apart. Right. I'm not trying to diminish uh, what's going on with these poor people. The other thing I have is is that, okay, we have all these countries, Honduras, uh, you know, Central and South America that are our people are fleeing from, you know, where is our Iraqi freedom for these folks? Why aren't we deploying Marines to help these people? It's just a thought. All right. Well, a, a, a terribly expensive thought. I'm telling you, I don't, this requires the wisdom of Solomon. I, I don't have it. Okay. It starts with really checking your closing the border our our biggest flaw right now is the separating the kids with the parents. I don't understand what is happening physically. Pedro and Maria figure out a way to bring their two little kids from Honduras all the way up to near the border in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then what? They're scurrying from behind bush, from behind bush, and then suddenly they, they stumble across into Texas and they have a flashlight shine in their eyes and say, welcome to America, Pedro, Maria, and the two kids. Uh, you're under arrest. Yes. I don't know how it physically happens. That's my perception of it. I don't know if that's the way it is, but when you see the out in the field, that's how they're uh, rounding these groups up. And then let's say a wall gets built, an, imp- an impenetrable wall. Yeah. Okay, now Pedro and Maria and the two kids show up. They can't get through the wall. Now what the hell do they do? Or is that not my problem? Uh, yeah, a long way back to Honduras. It is, and it's it's not supposed. You have to seek asylum, I guess, but you'd have to demonstrate why you're seeking asylum. And so now you you would be applying the reason for seeking asylum to hundreds of thousands of people. How many can the United States absorb? Where do you draw the line? Right. Well, basically, it's all follow the money. 
These cartels are making it so dangerous, and they're making the money, and the authorities there can't do anything. Tom? Hey, Joe. Yeah. Say, I will preface by telling you how I explain the Trump phenomenon to people that don't get it. Mm -hmm. And it's people like me who have never asked for much. It's the, the type of person who just wants to make it three or four blocks without getting stopped at every traffic light. You know, we're the quintessential example of the frog in boiling water. We've kind of watched the country erode away and haven't said much. And this debate is infuriating me like no other because there's folks like me out here who held our nose and voted for Trump. And I'm watching this saying, so now I'm not even allowed to have a nation that's defined by borders. Mm Mm-hmm. It seems to be too much to ask that the United States be a sovereign nation. Mm -hmm. And in response to what you just said, as far as do we simply say, it's not my problem, you're aware of this, Joe, as is everybody listening. We have compassioned ourselves into $20 trillion in debt. Mm -hmm. So we are quickly, not hyperbole, going to become the type of third world nation these people are trying to escape. Mm-hmm. We're doing no one a favor, our citizens or refugees, by allowing this to happen. And you and I have talked before about an imminent collapse. I believe it's coming, and we have just got to stop it. You know what we got to do? We need a marketing campaign and put up billboards in Honduras that say, You don't want to go to the United States. Isn't that great? <laughs> you got to figure out a way to stay home. Right, right. (laughs) Joe, just one other thing real quick. Kelly had just mentioned why we don't send troops. Mm -hmm. I agree with him in principle that something needs to be done in these countries, but it needs to be done by the citizens. Because the founding fathers fought a very bloody revolution to win independence, and I'm glad they did. And I'm afraid it's time for folks in Guatemala, Mexico, to do the same. Take on the cartels, take on the narco state. There's going to be a lot of bloodshed, but it's going to be your only way out. Thank you. Is uh, Height ready? Wow, we're getting heavy. Yeah, he's ready. Congestion.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 63 degrees. Twins open up a three-game series against the Red Sox tonight at Target Field. Jose Barrios pitches for the Twins. Uh, Lefty Chris Sale goes for Boston. Vikings announcing training camp goings on today. Oh, boy! This will, of course, be their first year in their new headquarters out in Egan. They'll hold practices Wednesday, July 25th through Friday, July 27th, and have their first Full team practice on Saturday, July 28th. Now remember, Joe, all training camp practices will be open to the public, but you will now have to reserve tickets in advance at oh, vikings.com. Yeah. I'll be getting right on that. Right. You want to watch for this. Saturday, August 4th, the team will hold an evening practice. The first Vikings practice ever to be conducted within the newly constructed stadium at the what is the uh, do we know what the seating capacity is for the I new don't joint? No, I have no idea to be true. Because whatever it is, it'll be 
That oh, plus about oh, 10% yeah. more it's for that It's going to be first. foot by far. Will high schools be allowed to use that facility or I, rent it or whatever? I believe whatever? that's the plan, right? Yeah. Isn't, right. I thought that when they, isn't that how they sold part oh, of it? For to, a small fee, I'm well, sure. We did, the taxpayers yeah. didn't pay for this, did they? Oh, oh in more not, ways than you know. Maybe not financially. Well, the land was donated to yeah. them. And they built it with their own money. All right. The land was given to them by the city. The money that they didn't spend on U.S. Bank Stadium, yes. Exactly. News notes from today. Horrible story from Brooklyn Park. That 11-year-old girl uh, that was lost was located safely around 4 o'clock yesterday. Uh, However, court documents make it clear that child protection has been extremely involved in the family's life. Cases detail a mother refusing medical care for her children after a car accident and an ongoing investigation into the unexplained death of an 8-year-old child in the home. The abuse, according to officials, well-documented, but police say they can't explain why children would still be in the house. Brooklyn Park investigators spent the day in protective suits yesterday sorting through the house that they said is filled with rodents and bugs. The children's mother was convicted of malicious punishment of a child in 2008 had faced countless more reports. Court documents regarding the kids in the home show child protection worked with the family from 1999 to 2000, again in 2006, once more in 2009, and at least three times in 2015, and at least three more reports came into Hennepin County Child Protection in 2016. Well, you could certainly make the argument that you don't have to go all the way to Texas to find the abuse of children. Uh, And I'm not categorizing the children collected in Texas as uh, being treated abusively. These kids were. And they're right here. John, do we know where she was? You said the girl, she was yeah, she was found. Yeah, she was actually found by a neighbor sitting on a stoop. A neighbor was at a clinic for an appointment. She saw the girl sitting on a curb and uh, said, hey, your mom wow. your mom, and everybody's looking for you and uh, uh, picked her up and took her home and, and then uh, called police. So. But the problem is with child services being involved in it or whoever was, how does it get to that point? Yeah. We right. don't know. Mm. Uh, in a speech to small business owners today, President Trump said his administration's actions on immigration should continue this way until Congress changes the law. While that happens, opponents and now members of his own party are criticizing those policies that separate parents and children, that policy put into effect by Attorney General Jeff Sessions a couple of months ago. Senator Orrin Hatch, the longest-serving GOP senator, a strong supporter normally of President Trump's policy positions, but he said the way it's being handled right now is not acceptable, it's not American, I think we've got to do whatever it takes to try and keep families together. John Kasich, candidate for the presidency in 2016, said this is not an American value to be breaking up families, and he called the Trump's administration policy misguided. Michigan Republican Representative Fred Upton called for an immediate end to what he called an ugly and inhumane practice. Senator John McCain lashed out against the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy. McCain has tweeted that the administration's policy should be rescinded immediately. Update on a story we had yesterday, that armed civilian who shot and killed a man who had wounded two others Sunday night at a Washington State Walmart is a pastor and a medic. Dumbwater police say officers were initially responding to a report of a car driving the wrong direction, but while en route, were sent to a nearby scene of a reported carjacking with shots fired. There they found a 16-year-old female victim who'd suffered non-life-threatening wounds. A short time later, at about 5.30, Thurston County Dispatch began getting calls about shots fired in or around the Tumwater Walmart and parking lot. So they found the 16-year-old stolen car in that lot. The carjacking suspect, identified as 44-year-old Tim Day, went into the Walmart store, fired shots at a display case. Luckily, nobody was hit, nobody hurt. 
Police say the suspect had left the store, tried a second carjacking in the parking lot, shooting an adult male occupant. That victim was treated for gunshot wounds. His condition not known. Police say the suspect then tried yet another carjacking, but was approached by two armed civilians. Uh, one of those, the fellow we talked about, the pastor and medic, uh, shot day dead, according to authorities. All right, good. Uh, State Fair Foods have been announced. Oh, God. Oh, Johnny, 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 Johnny. Johnny. It's it's June, what, uh, 19? We're only two months away from the start of the State Fair. This thing gets more free advertising. Honest to God, they're like the NFL. They really are. The fair has figured out a way to be in the news 365. Let's talk some food. Uh, I'm happy. I'm not. not I know this this would be thrilling to you because in your warped mind, (laughs) this is important news. People want to know, baby. Uh This is what people are looking for. What's on a stick? What are we going to get on a stick this year? (laughs) Yeah, okay there, okie dokie. We'll uh, we'll probably be talking about this pretty much in every newscast today. So let's. We got a new kind of dream sickle or something like that? Yeah, put a little sprinkle on it. Let's talk about a few things here, okay? Uh, here, let's let's do uh, this one. I don't yeah. like it all. This is what? Uh, it's probably very tasty, but just the idea that what they're calling open, it. Wait, let me just tell you this before you even start, uh-huh. Johnny. The quality <laughs> and the creations of the state fair. It's not you're not just getting a hot dog anymore or a prano pup. These these people that own Matt, these booths Matt, let's let John are do being this. very creative. Let's let John do the story before Joe leaves the studio. Yeah, get her think. going. Get her started. At the French Meadow Bakery and Cafe, they have something called Earth Wings. Yes. Uh, now I, I, Matt, these, you're going to have to refrain from commentary because there's not much time left. I'll nod. All right. These will probably be very good. However, the fact that they call them wings I find a bit distressing. It's fresh cauliflower pieces dipped in a seasoned batter, deep fried and smothered in organic sesame barbecue sauce. So it's vegan and gluten-free. Probably tastes very good, huh. but they're, they shape them like wings. Look like wings. Oh, so it looks like a buffalo wing. Yeah, it looks like you're eating huh. a buffalo wing. So there you go. There's that. Uh, and our buddy, uh, we're at O'Gara's this Friday for what? Uh, Back we to are. The this 50s. Friday, we're there for Back to the 50s. Yes. Well, l- listen to this. This is what they're going to have at the fair. Irish tater kegs, jumbo deep fried tater tots made with a blend of corned beef, sauerkraut, okay. Swiss cheese, I'm in. sour I'm cream, and potatoes. I almost went for the horn on that, but she was sounding pretty good. Yeah. Drizzled with house-made Thousand Island dressing and nestled on a bed of sauerkraut. Is was he it drizzled, John? Was the dressing drizzled? Drizzled. All right. Is he Not still available this Friday? Food writer? Not available this Friday. <laughs> Is he going to have the Reuben bites again? I'm sure, oh, but I'm he sure can't. Yeah. Serve I don't have time for your fantastic. debate. Let John continue the story. I was asked the question directly. Well, uh, We'll have some of these uh, later, too, but let me tell you about this one, because this one strikes me a lot, too. At Gas Station Grill, I'm not sure where that's at, to be truthful. Are you familiar with that, Rook? Yeah, that's the one that's... <clears throat> I'm not... Rook in. knows. Okay, yeah, he knows. <laughs> All right, so we'll find it, obviously. We have a zesty PB&J sausage, peanut butter, cherry jelly, a hint of cayenne pepper, and cilantro blended into a quarter-pound sausage. So it's a sausage with peanut butter, jelly... Pepper and cilantro. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right, there. I was, I'm, I'm wondering about that one. We'll, uh, we'll uh, hit those up at 340 again, too, so Patrick and Kenny Don't can weigh in on some touch that things. radio dial. Yeah, right. We got other ones. I got well, some. Sure I got too. more to add. <laughs> I've got some of my favorites. You got to give me two minutes later on in the I show. I really do, huh? Yeah, yeah, you do. I see, do. Yeah, Don't I see tell Rook me you went list. through this list, Rook. I went, and I didn't Joe. highlight everything. I highlighted the ones he, that are must Highlighted. Yes. Highlight them. See, yeah, he's right got them highlighted. See? I, see, I see what I'm you're nodding. holding up. Yeah. yeah I'll let you know what you need to he's, know. He's good to go. Uh, alcohol can strengthen the heart. 
Yes. Because it teaches. Finally, some good news. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> look at this heart. Hey, his liver's gone, but look at his heart. Boy, he got a good heart. <laughs> what are you he's doing He's yellow today? as hell, but he's... <laughs> he's I'm strengthening. Right. It teaches cells how to cope with stress, according to a new I'll study. Say. The organ- <laughs> organisms the body produces to clear toxic chemicals from alcohol are the same ones it needs to protect the heart from damage. I'll be damned. The body produces organisms called enzymes, which break down the toxic parts of alcohol when people drink it. Same enzymes, which are released to protect the heart when it suffers major damage. So exposing the heart to low levels of alcohol effectively trains the well, body. There's your key, fellas. Well, yeah, it, we're uh, back on the modesty train. Well, in fact, uh, it's the last part. Of researchers say the findings could lead to a drug that does the same thing but doesn't carry the risk of drinking alcohol because some folks tend to drink too much alcohol. Really? When, really? I was going to say save Ooh. that for me so I could show it to the wife. But go ahead and talk. <laughs> Maybe not. Is Dave yeah. all available? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We're having a tough time warming up today with those scattered showers out there. A little bit of a break here for the next couple of hours, and then another round of rain comes through this evening. Um, and then it should gradually taper off after that. Clearing skies after midnight tonight, low down to about 61. That could cause some patchy fog to form by early tomorrow. Otherwise, partly sunny in the afternoon and warmer, up to 82. And then low 80s for highs through the weekend. Still a nice leaded threat of a shower on Friday. I think both days of the weekend should be dry with low 80s for highs. And then we climb to low to mid 80s for highs next week. Tuesday into Wednesday, a chance some isolated showers again. But today, a lot of rain around there. A little bit of a break here now, but then more rain this evening. Uh, temperatures probably hovering somewhere in the mid to upper 60s. Currently, we're at 63. Thank you. I heard, uh, I was going up and down the dial this morning, and I heard uh, another station, I heard the guys giving some shout-outs to Chris Pratt. Do you know who Chris Pratt is? Uh, I do. He's an actor. He was... Um... Is Reaver's gone? No, no he's right here. here. Yeah, he, I, I love, he's one of my favorite Well, actors. do you know where he's from? Uh, is Virginia, Minnesota. Oh, it's Virginia, Minnesota. Okay. And last night, he was uh, given something called the Generation Award winner mm-hmm. by the MTV Music Awards. Yes. I would not have known this because I don't watch MTV. Right. Uh, they stopped doing music ages ago, and I find no interest in it. But this is incredible. Do you have the time of this? Well, I've, I've, edit, I've, I've surpassed his how you doings. I'm getting to the chase here and it's going to be about two minutes he gave what he called nine rules from chris pratt and my god he was in the he was in the den of the lions he was in the he was in the clubhouse of the progressive mystery as you would be if you're holding an mtv microphone and i sure enough i couldn't find any coverage of this anywhere i went to usa today finally and they had they gave him uh some kudos for this but well, it's funny because right now he's prom- he is promoting Jurassic Park, yeah, right? Jurassic World or whatever it's but called. This, yeah. no, what he said, well, play it. Okay. Thank you. Um, this being the Generation Award, I'm going I'm to cut to the chase and I'm going to speak to you, the next generation, okay? I accept the responsibility as your elder, so listen up. This is what I call nine rules from Chris Pratt, Generation Award winner. Number one, breathe. If you don't, you'll suffocate. Number two, you have a soul. Be careful with it. Number three, don't be a turd. (laughs) 
If you're strong, be a protector, and if you're smart, be a humble influencer. Strength and intelligence can be weapons, and do not wield them against the weak. That makes you a bully. Be bigger than that. Number four, when giving a dog medicine, put the medicine in a little piece of hamburger, they won't even know they're eating medicine. <laughs> Number five, That's true. doesn't matter what it is, earn it. A good deed, reach out to someone in pain, be of service, it feels good and it's good for your soul. Number six, God is real. God loves you. God wants the best for you. Believe that. I do. Number seven, if you have to poop at a party, but you're embarrassed because you're going to stink up the bathroom, just do what I do, lock the door, sit down, get all the pee out first, okay? And then once all the pee's done, poop, flush, boom. You minimize the amount of time that the poop is touching the air, because if you poop first, it takes you longer to pee, and then you're peeing on top of it, stirring it up, the poop particles create a cloud, goes out, and then everyone in the party will know that you pooped. Just, tr just trust me, it's science. Number eight, learn to pray. It's easy, and it's so good for your soul. And finally, number nine, nobody is perfect. People are gonna tell you you're perfect just the way you are. You're not. You are imperfect. You always will be, but there is a powerful force that designed you that way. And if you're willing to accept that, you will have grace. And grace is a gift. And like the freedom that we enjoy in this country, that grace was paid for with somebody else's blood. Do not forget it. Don't take it for granted. God bless you. Please get home safely. Thank you. Here's today's ray of hope. Yeah. Amen. Props to Minnesota. What Virginia the hell? Native. That came out of Hollywood. That Hollywood, <laughs> Schmollywood. That was wor that came out of MTV. Right. They must have had no idea who they were giving this award to. That's the Minnesotan in them. That's extraordinary. Now, you can, you know, the poop and the pee thing was, no, soft, pretty was sophomoric. But he but almost he, had to do that, though, yes, don't you think? Yes, because Chris, he had to it give held levity. their attention. Yes, he had to do that. Otherwise, if it had gotten way too heavy, right. they either would have sounded the music to cut him off or he would have lost his audience. I'm, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I'm gobsmacked. Yeah. That is fantastic. To well, say those... Isn't it something that you have to acknowledge that this took courage for him to do? Well, maybe it didn't take courage for him to do. Maybe this is entirely natural to him. But in front of that audience, in front of the producers of, of MTV, I looked everywhere. I couldn't find any news of this. You go to the New York Daily News, top five highlights of last night's MTV Awards. All you got was a bunch of BS. Uh, you, you got uh, the hostess, apparently was Tiffany Haddish. And she walked around uh, on stage in a, in a wedding dress copying uh, Meghan Markle uh, with a bunch of uh, uh, shirtless guys holding the train of the wedding dress. You know, typical uh, MTV BS. Right. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes on and he's saying he believes in God. He believes in prayer. You have a soul. Use it. Be careful with it. This is, a, this is, a, this is a, the greatest ray of hope that's come out of that industry in my memory. 
Um, I pay money to see his movies now. Is it not di- that I'm going to see Jurassic Park? But. Would he have been uh, not as well received had he been doing it at the Oscars? Do you think no there would have been a different? I have no idea. You know, it's interesting though, Joe. You asked a question about because he is such a star right now. Yeah, he's an A-lister, that, isn't he? That, you know, because people are often worried about about speaking out as he just did because they're worried about either being blacklisted or, or what have you, not getting any work. And that's and that's really, it's a shame because I, I bet that there are more people in that industry that share the same thoughts that Chris Pratt does. Well, he does. was getting cheers. He was getting cheers from the audience. Mm-hmm. But so many of those people feel as though they have to walk in lockstep with everybody else. Wasn't he on Parks and Rec, too? Oh, God, his character was funny. Remember that show I've been telling you to watch Right, for but he years? wasn't the guy who... Uh, That's not... Ron, no, you're thinking of Ron Swanson. I'm thinking of Ron Swanson. No, his his character's name was Andy, and he was the, he was the lovable doofus on the oh, show. All right. Very, his character was extremely funny. Well, my hat's off to you. I don't. Uh, I, I hope I'm not. Uh, I hope I'm not being taken in. But I don't know how I am. Uh, he mentioned the importance of religious faith, being a good person. Uh, I, I just find that. Uh, I find that so uh, heartwarming compared to the usual crap you get from these people. That I was. Uh, I, the only word I can come up with is gobsmacked, and I don't even know what that means. Means you're uh, surprised. I'm, I'm gobsmacked. Very gobsmacked. I'm surprised right. that this took place. Right. Would you all uh, agree it's a ray of hope? Uh, it's. Uh, I think it's more. Is than there that. something bigger yeah. than a ray of hope? Yeah. Because I think that's what that is. This was bigger than a ray of hope. talk to Chris Pratt. He'd talk to us, Minnesota radio station. Uh, I would assume he still has family in Virginia. We're heard in Virginia. WNMP. Out of Hibbing, right? Yes. Uh, reach his parents or his family members, whoever might be left up there, and get his number. You try to go through his agent. We'll never figure out who his agent is. We'll never reach him. But I'd love to talk to him. So, uh, you going to get on yeah, that? We're gonna, on that. You going to top hat that? Right after I'm done with my fair food review. Uh, <laughs> help me. Yeah, we got that. That's no problem. 1500. Already? E- ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 63 degrees, and uh, a guy wants to take me to task for my views on what the Virginia School Board did yesterday. 